Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Kindest Regards. Thank you so much for tuning in as always. I hope you're all having wonderful, productive weeks. I was in the office today and I got my flu shot, which I wasn't actually planning on doing. It just like wasn't on my radar at all. But everyone at work and that I'm hearing is like dropping like flies, not from COVID, but from just like flu. And I saw that on one of our levels in the office that like the company was doing flu shots for free. And I was like, oh, maybe while I'm here. So I went and booked it for after my lunch break, went and got my flu shot and I've just got home and I'm starting to feel it. And I don't regret doing it because I really don't want to get sick. Like I've got a lot going on at the moment, a lot coming up and I would be gutted if I was to be like knocked over by getting the flu. But I, it said like some of the side effects were just like a little bit of a headache and a fever. And I've definitely got both of those right now. So bear with me, but this is my PSA for everyone to go and get their flu shots because apparently the flu this year is making the rounds and it doesn't sound like it's very much fun. So if you do have the opportunity, go and get your flu shot. But getting on to the rest of the episode, I thought that I would use this episode to chat about what I'm doing to prep and pack and everything that goes with my honeymoon. Uh, I know I've mentioned before that we're going to Europe next month. Well, basically this month, it's literally June tomorrow, but I'm heading to Europe and I love like hearing people like, you know, what their prep is like for holidays, like how they pack, what the plan is, that kind of thing. And I did have a lot of questions about my honeymoon in my Q&A box about the wedding last week, but I just figured I would stay focused on the wedding and not touch on the honeymoon. But so I'll do a little bit of chatting about that, I guess, just a bit of everything relating to the honeymoon prep. And then I'm also going to talk about something so exciting, but probably... I mean, it'll relate to some of you guys that um, are studying whatever it is you're studying or you're preparing for exams like me. Uh, Next Tuesday, I have my last exam ever for my law degree and then I'm done, which is just like the craziest thing in the whole world that I'm finally at the end of this journey. But I am just going to talk about exam prep, how I'm prepping for my exam. Um, I'm only doing my last and final unit, so I only have the one exam to prep for, but just talking through what that process is like for me. And yeah, so let's jump straight into it. Okay, jumping into the honeymoon chat, just for context for the people that didn't see it. I did a QA and a a little while ago, and I know that I did mention where I was going on my honeymoon, but we are heading late June to Europe. Um, we were originally going to do New Zealand for our honeymoon because I've never been to New Zealand and I really, really want to go. And it's obviously Southern Hemisphere winter. So it sort of made sense for us to do a winter place if we didn't want to go too far. But then we got invited to a fantastic wedding that we're going to in Athens. And we just thought maybe that's a sign that we should be doing Europe for our honeymoon. So we changed our mind and we have sort of bookended the wedding with our honeymoon. So we are heading to England first and we're doing uh, London. I've never been to London as well, so I'm so excited. Tom is also half English, so a lot of family and friends to catch up with while we're in London, but I'm so excited to do 
absolutely everything about London. I'm a big fan of the royal family and I just, I'm so excited to do like Buckingham Palace. I want to go out to Windsor. I want to do like all of the cliche stuff, but I'm also just excited to explore London. I've heard the most incredible things. Um, it sounds like the shopping's great. The food's great. I want to go to a London pub, you know, all that, all that stuff. Um, but one thing that I'm so excited about, and I know I've said this before, is a Harry Potter world, guys. I'm one of the biggest Harry Potter fans you will ever meet. I grew up watching them over and over and over again. And as an adult, they are my absolute comfort movies. And I will watch them when I'm sick. I'll watch them when I'm well. I'll watch them because it's Tuesday. I don't care what it is. I'll watch Harry Potter. The other day, like... I can't remember what we were doing. It was like I was already in bed and Thomas was still like out doing stuff in the living room and he heard the like, you know, the theme song for Harry Potter and he was like, are you watching Harry Potter? I was like, what do you think? Like, you married me. Like, you know what you're doing. Like, you know I'm watching Harry Potter. Anyway, so I'm so excited about Harry Potter World. One of my best friends has been and said that it was like, that she showed me like every photo she took. She said it was the most incredible thing ever. So that will be a highlight and no matter what people say, I know that's lame, but it will be a highlight. So after London, we are heading to Greece for the wedding, um, which will be amazing. It's like a three-day thing. It'll be so special. We've got a lot of our friends going. Um, it's one of Thomas's colleagues, but like my best friend's going, her partner, who's Thomas, one of Thomas's best friends, like bridesmaids, groomsmen in our wedding. So that would just be so fun to spend time with them overseas, which we haven't done before. So that'll be amazing. Um, and then we're heading to Italy, just the two of us. So we're doing a uh, flight to Rome and then we go to Florence, Milan, Lake Como, the whole Italian shebang. So very, very excited about that. Um, at first I was kind of, you know, when the wedding's over and you've got like that little period of time, like right after where you're like, oh my God, I can't believe it's over. At first, I really wished that we were going straight away on our honeymoon because I just like was bummed that, oh my gosh, it's over. And then you get back into work and I'm sort of in this weird limbo period where I've got like my last exam ever for my law degree. And I've also got like three, four weeks of work, but you're in that limbo where you're just like so excited to go on your honeymoon. So I'm like, of course, like all of this would fall in that limbo, but whatever. Um, so, so excited about that. Um, I feel like it's coming really quickly and I just wanted to, I don't know. It's really so cute. Tom keeps saying that I've had like a wedding post wedding glow up and I've just like, he's like, I don't know if it's cause we're married, but you've just like been more beautiful than you've ever been, which is cheesy, but the sweetest thing ever. And I think that I've been feeling a little bit like that, but I really want to, like, I think I'm just so at peace and I'm just feeling really calm that I just want to like go into the honeymoon feeling my best, which I think everyone wants to feel that way and just really, really switch off. I'm terrible at it, but I really will have no excuse. I have no work. I'm, you know, taking leave. I'll be completely done with uni. So I have no excuse around that I'll be enrolled in college of law so I have nothing to study for yet so I've really got no excuses apart from to just have the best time ever and completely switch off so I am prepping for the honeymoon now I feel like I've got three weeks left you're starting to be like all right what am I packing how am I packing it should I be doing like some beauty treatments in the lead up all of that's running through my mind so starting from the beginning I feel like because going from cold to hot weather, 
you're sort of prepped. You're like, I, I guess the good thing is like, I've just had my wedding. So I've been having really good habits in terms of like eating clean, exercising. I've, I've never exercised more in my life, guys. This is just, this is so rogue for me. I've been going to the gym at least three times a week. Um, and I've been eating as clean as possible, having my moments, of course, but being as clean as possible, I just feel like I want to go over feeling amazing. Um, in terms of skin prep, I've been doing everything I normally do and I'm going back for another hydrofacial before I leave at the Lisa Rush Skin Clinic, which I highly recommend. I'm not saying you have to go there, although I do highly, highly recommend it. But if you haven't had a hydrofacial before, guys, like it is a game changer, let me tell you. Like I feel like when you go somewhere warm as well, I'm not Look, I love putting makeup on. Like, don't get me wrong. I love like, you know, how it makes me feel. I feel like, you know, everyone feels like they look a little bit better with a little bit of makeup on and there's nothing to be ashamed of. But in terms of the actual process of applying makeup and having to wear it and then wear it the whole day and then you take it off, like, I don't love it. You know what I mean? Like, if I didn't have to, if I didn't feel better with it on, like, I wouldn't wear it, if that makes sense. Like, I don't wear it when I don't have to. But I think when you go to a hot climate, I really don't want to have to wear that much makeup. Like I might put a little concealer under my eyes and a lip gloss and call it a day. So I feel like I want my skin to look its best when you know you're going into an environment where you don't really want to be wearing a lot of makeup. So the hydrofacial is so perfect for that because I feel like it just it it just makes your skin like your skin but better it just like gets it in the best nick possible and you don't have that like downtime like you know when you go to get like microdermabrasion or you go for like a peel you know you can't go in the sun for ages you've got like and you get these incredible results but they might not be like ideal for something like this when you're going on a trip or you're prepping for an event and there's sort of that period of time where you're like oh god my skin might like freak out for a minute but it's gonna get really good Obviously, with any facial, you may experience a purge of some kind. I just, for whatever reason, haven't really experienced it with these facials. Like, I just haven't had like, oh, God, my skin's purging because we've got all this stuff out of it. But I'm going to butcher what they actually do, but I'm going to try and explain it. The hydrofacials basically like attempt to suck all the grime and dirt and gunk out of your skin, but also they then put the hydration back into it and depending on where you go and what they use like um Liv who does my facials there she also does like certain treatments that are really good for me like she'll put like she'll put me under the LED light for at least 10 minutes which is really good for inflammation she might put like a vitamin C or like a peptide into the facial machine and like inject it with the hydration all of that but if you are looking to get into a facial or you've never had one before or it's something that you've seen I really do highly recommend it hydrofacials are absolutely fantastic um i got a lot of questions last week about like skin prep for the wedding and i know that i did say that and it really has become like a part of my life um i've also been dry brushing like i'm i want to get a new I, I bought a dry brush from goop a really long time ago and i feel like it's on its last legs and i went on adore beauty and i saw that they had heaps of dry brushes so i think i'm going to invest in another one but dry brushing is like incredible it's basically like before you shower you'll dry brush and you brush up to your heart like so if you're brush dry brushing your legs you'd be doing it like bottom up bottom up you're like you're not just like brushing but you're like going up to your heart no matter where you're doing it and I've heard a lot of people that are very much in like the health and wellness space 
preach about dry brushing, but I think it's just one of those things that unless it's a part of your routine, it's not like a priority, but I really like because of how much I'd heard about it, I was like, all right, I'm going to really try and integrate this. I'm also a self-tanner. Sorry, guys, my like technology is just making all kinds of sounds. Um, because I'm a self-tanner, I feel like I've always got something on my body that would prevent me from wanting to dry brush because it's like, well, it's just going to take my tan off and I just put effort into putting that on. But I think that beyond that, because it's winter, you wear it a little less. So you're like, okay, I can get invested. I feel like it's, it's not just good for like, it's great for lymphatic drainage. It's great for cellulite reduction. It's really good for your circulation. Like there's a million different health benefits, but it's also very, very energizing. And there's something about it that just really like wakes you up. So I'm a big fan and I've definitely been trying to be better with the dry brushing, particularly when you know, you're going into, you know, you're going to sun, you're going to swimmers, you want your skin to feel and look its best. Um, packing. I am going to try so hard this trip, guys. This was pretty funny. When we went for our wedding, I packed a full on massive suitcase because, you know, I don't know. I want all the options for all the days leading up to it, all the days after. I had a million different things to bring, obviously. And Thomas lifted the suitcase down to the car and was just like, I just want you to know that this is not going to be Europe for us like you are not packing this much this heavy for Europe like we ain't doing it like this isn't how it's gonna go and I was like of course oh my gosh in the back of my mind I'm like "Mm, this is gonna be interesting (laughs) I'm not known for my light packing ability but I'm gonna try and plan my outfits out so so meticulously I've been seeing on TikTok and these are just like these are women after my own heart to be honest like this is made for me I just don't know why I haven't done this before where they literally plan their outfits out so much not in the sense that I have to wear that on day four but it's more like these are my outfits that I can put together with all the items that I've brought and these are my little reference photos and collages so that I make packing and getting ready with what I've packed easy that is going to be something I do this trip. I'm going to make sure that I have got everything worked out in terms of outfits and I've tried everything on because, you know, sometimes you put things in your bag and you're like, oh my God, I'm going to love that dress when I put it on, but you've never actually worn it. And then you put it on and you hate it and you feel like you look like a foot or like a potato and you're like, wow, would I ever buy this or wear this? But you've just taken it like across the seas. I mean, I'm not doing that. I'm going to try everything on. I'm going to have every outfit planned. So that is my goal for this trip. Um, I'm going to try and pack as economically and light as possible, but we shall see. I just, I hope that I can live up to that because I'll be really proud of myself if I can pack light for once in my life. Like I'll go for a weekend to Palm Beach to see Tom's parents and I'll pack like I'm moving in. And I don't think it's a great trait. Like I need to be able to get up and go. And I just think it's not really in my nature, but I'm going to do my absolute best for this holiday. I have got a cart full of Amazon items that I am adding to. And the only reason I haven't pulled the trigger on the order is because I keep finding things every single day that I think that I need for this trip. And I just don't want to have a million different things. Like I've got all the boring stuff, like an electronics like little bag that's built to like store your cords without them getting tangled and like adapters and stuff. But I have seen so many people get these like amazing pill organizers for like all your vitamins. So I've got one of those and everything's like that beautiful, like neutral beige. So everything goes, (laughs) the girls that get it will get it. But anyway, 
I've got like the peel organizer. I've got this seven pack set of like packing cubes. I've heard amazing things about these packing cubes that just like make your luggage like so much neater and everything goes in exactly where it's meant to go and there's nothing like flopping out and you're shoving things into fit like everything fits perfectly and I feel like that might help with me being a lighter packer so that's what I'm doing at the moment I feel like that will really help I'm definitely excited I'm a summer girl I'm definitely excited to go I'm working with a few brands while I'm overseas and I'm so so excited I've got some of the most beautiful you know, dresses and summer looks. And for the girlies going to Europe, I'm excited to like shoot some of that content and show you guys some beautiful pieces that are online at the moment and really like, you know, mid-range prices. So really, really good. Um, I'm super excited to just like, I don't know, take a, a proper holiday. I feel like it's been so, so long since I've done that. So Forgive me for getting super invested in the prep and being excited, but you guys know what it's like when you've got a trip coming up. It's just like you're counting down the days. Okay, the next thing I'm going to talk about in this episode is prepping for my final exam. I can't even believe that those are words that I can say right now, guys. Like it is crazy to me that I finish uni next week. It has been a very long six years Working and studying full-time has been my reality for what feels like forever. And I think that I don't know what I'm going to do with all my newfound free time. I still will have College of Law to do, but that just feels like, you know, you have a couple of months of that and that's sort of it. It's nothing compared to years and years and years and years of uni. Um, So I am high on life about that. I'm sure I'm going to be very emotional when I'm finally done. I had my last tutorial ever yesterday and that was like surreal. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe that's it. I'm, I'm not saying like I won't go back to uni at some point. Maybe I'll do my master's in a couple of years, but I just mean for this degree, for my law degree and my security studies degree, this is surreal. So I have my final exam next Tuesday Um, and obviously I've been prepping, which is totally normal and it is exam season. So all of the girls that are studying will totally get it. I feel like everyone preps for exams in completely different ways. Everyone feels like they need to prep to vary degrees. There's no right way of doing it. And I'm not going to sit here and preach about, you know, the importance of prep because I feel like, you know, whether you're a first year uni student, which like, I feel like you're still figuring out how you study, but when you're at a certain point, you know, what works best for you, you know, how, how much prep you need to go into an exam with in order to do it right. This exam that I'm doing is hypothetical problems. So basically for non-law students who don't know this or law students that know it all too well, um, you'll the exam will normally be hypothetical legal scenarios with a lot of detail and context and you'll be asked to advise what the correct course of action is. And there'll be long winded, very, very long answers and long questions. Um, So I think they give us three hours to do this exam, which is totally fine, but um, it is open book because you're doing it from home. It opens at like two o'clock and you go submit it by five, which I think is pretty stock standard these days for exams. So as long as you've got all of your prep in order, you're okay. It's not like you can't have it with you. It's not like, so, In that sense, everyone will do it differently. For me, I really like hard copy stuff. I do have my exam notes up on my computer in case I need to like control F something really specific and I don't know where it is or 
control F something that can be helpful in that way, which I think everyone should be able to do that. That is super nifty. However, I'm a tactile person. And I really like having the notes in front of me and I like to be when I'm studying to be able to flip the pages and highlight and read it in that way. So in terms of prep, I went to Officeworks because I don't have a printer, which I don't know if that's weird or not, not to have a printer. I feel like having a big bulky printer in your apartment is like a decision. Like I don't feel like I print things enough to justify having a printer. And I felt bad because I had like 200 and something pages of notes and I'm like, I'm not going to my mom's house to like print. I felt guilty. So I'm like, I'm going to Officeworks. So I went to Officeworks. I got a new folder. I printed all my notes, put them in the folder so that I can go through it page by page in the right way for me. I will label, like I've got like my label maker, all my post-its, I'll divide the notes up like exactly so I know where everything is. So I'll divide them all into topics, label make all the all the labels that go on the top of the post-its. That's how I feel organized. That's just even like a mental process for me of like, okay, like I've got all of this sorted. This is how I do it. And then for the week or weeks, depending on how long you feel like you need leading up to it, I will go through that page by page, highlight, highlight, make little notes of anything that I find relevant. And I do the pretty much the exact same thing in my textbook. So got a textbook for this unit as well, which obviously most of you would for your units. And I go through and I do the same thing. I categorize everything, do all the post-its so that when I'm in that freak out mode, panic city, the question's just been released. You're reading through all the facts. You're like, oh, I know that that relates to this, 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 this. These are my legal issues. I know exactly where to go in my textbook and I know exactly where to go in my notes. That's just how I feel comfortable so that I can get the most out of my time. With assignments, it's obviously different because you don't have that same time constraint. But when you're in an exam, like you don't want to be flipping through stuff and going, oh my God, I know I have something on that. Where is that? I feel like if I've done all that heavy lifting earlier, I know that I'm safe. I also, just as a tip, I'm in the process of doing this and I will be doing it over the weekend as well. Um, But I re-listen to all my lectures. So if you've got 13 weeks of units, 12 weeks of, you know, classes, you might have 12 hours worth of lectures, say, if you've got an hour per week of a lecture, maybe an hour and a half. Any topics that I'm like not 100% on or I feel like, oh, that could come up and I feel like I'm not as prepared on that topic as I'd like to be, I just go back, I re-listen to the lectures, I make sure that my notes cover everything that I feel like it needs to cover. It's just like covering your bases. Even if I feel like I know it, it's just like making sure that there aren't any gaps. And I feel like when you listen to the lecture that week, some goes in, some doesn't, you might've found something resonated more in the textbook. But I find that your lecturers, your conveners, your tutors, they're actually writing and reading this exam before it comes out. So grant, like, Odds are they've mentioned it in the lecture potentially, like what the legal issue that they're hoping you're going to touch on and what the, you know, whatever the case may be for whatever you're studying. Odds are they've mentioned it, not just something in the textbook that relates, but they didn't bring it up. I feel like odds are it's in the lecture. So I'm going to go back and do all of that, which I feel is really helpful. Um, They're the main things that I do for exam prep. Also, just like a little (laughs) tip for anyone going into an exam. I have to have classical music on when I'm studying. I have to have classical music on when I'm in an exam. I don't know why. 
It's just the way I roll. It's what I always do. But it really, really helps me stay focused and stay calm. So if you're someone like me that gets a little bit anxious, you, you know, feel like no matter how much you prepare, you're not as prepared as you should be, which is totally normal. But if you are a bit like that, having that really calm, centered environment, I feel like classical music just really like sets the tone for me. And it just, it's actually like there are studies that say that it helps you focus. So if you do struggle with that, I really do recommend it. And for anyone taking exams or has exams coming up, best of luck and I wish you all the best and I'm sure that you'll be absolutely fine. And if you're anyone like me who's having their final exam ever, power to you. Just soak that up. I know that I'm going to be celebrating like crazy next week, I'm sure. Okay, before I wrap up the pod, I thought this might be a really nice way to finish each week. And I know that they do it on Shameless, so I'm not trying to rip it off, but it's more just like something that I've been watching, listening to, reading that I recommend. I really like it when I hear recommendations on podcasts. So I'm not saying I'm going to do it every single week. If I don't have anything to recommend, I won't. But if for whatever reason I have watched or read or listened to something that I think is really good, I'm just going to try and sneak it into the end of the episode because I really like it when I have some things to go away and download. So... I started watching the show with Thomas. It's you guys are going to die because I know that so many of you will be like, Catherine, this has been like a big deal for years. I don't know why you think that you're like, you've touched on something. We've all seen it. So Thomas and I started watching Outer Banks together. Uh, I want to say a month ago, we got through the whole first season together and he lost interest, which I totally get. If you've watched the show, it does sort of, it feels a little repetitive at the end of the first season and the second season, you're kind of like, oh my God, they're still doing the same thing. Like you're exhausting me. I stuck with it and I finished the whole thing and I cannot wait for the fourth season, guys. If you, like me, for whatever reason, missed the Outer Banks trend, like I remember when Outer Banks was like a big deal on TikTok and everyone was talking about it and the stars were blowing up and everyone was saying how good the show was, I just didn't watch it and I don't know why, but I regret it because... I absolutely loved it. I thought it was amazing. I was interested, apart from that little lull, I was literally interested the entire time and I thought that the whole plot was so epic and it kept me just like on the edge of my seat, particularly that end of the last season was just like phenomenal. So if you're looking for a show that has like a lot of mystery, a lot of intrigue, but, you know, romance, friendship, like the whole deal, like it really is so dope. I absolutely love it and I couldn't recommend it enough. Another show that I binged was uh, Queen Charlotte. If you're a Bridgerton girl like me and you just can't believe that you're still waiting for the third season of Bridgerton and you just like, it breaks your soul every day, go and watch Queen Charlotte. I was really skeptical. I was like, "Mm, this isn't like the real Bridgerton. It's a prequel. Like, is it going to be as good? It is. I loved it. I loved everything about it. It's so sweet. It's so gorgeous. It's so well done. The acting's great. The story's awesome. It really does feel like it's just another part of the Bridgerton story. And I really, really love it. So if you love Bridgerton, I really recommend giving it a chance because I think you'll get your fix from it. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. As always, if you have any questions or topics you want me to cover on episodes, you can reach out to me at the kindest regards pod Instagram, or you can reach out to my Instagram, the, which is Catherine Ray Robinson. As always, I love chatting with you guys. So feel free to DM me whenever about anything, and I will chat to you guys next week.